Hello, my name is Riley Matthews, and today I'm going to be talking about the scholarly side of the NFL. So uh, the premise of this presentation, I'm going to analyze it through three different lenses, the past, present, and the future. So to start, uh, the NFL was founded in the 1920s. We just recently celebrated the 100th season of the NFL. Uh, this was known as the NFL 100, where players from different generations were put onto an NFL 100 team of the 100 best players from the NFL. Players like Sammy Ball, who uh, Hall of Famer now and uh, was a perennial, perennial talent for his time, only made around $8,000. For many NFL players uh, during the early stages of the NFL, this wasn't even their primary job. A lot of them had day jobs, whether it be uh, bagging groceries or doing regular things. Uh, and the football was just their side, their side hustle or something they liked or enjoyed and they did in their spare time. Uh, in the 40s and 50s, another league emerged called the AFL, also known as the American Football League. This rap challenged and rivaled the NFL, uh, but after several years, they merged into the modern-day NFL. This event is known throughout football as the NFL merger and happened from 1966 to 1970. This resulted in, as I said earlier, the modern era, or what we now know as the modern league. Uh, it's where the majority of football statistics and records are held and uh, where the majority of data comes from when people talk about records, Super Bowls, for instance, or any of these other things. Uh, so now that we've talked about the past, I'm going to talk about the present. Currently, uh, as of 2015, the NFL grossed uh, $15 billion in one year. Uh, this uh, grows year over year, so I can only imagine how much it would be now in 2020. Over half the $15 billion that they grossed annually in that year, uh, that money came, uh, <clears throat> over half the money that was grossed that year came from TV. So this means uh, signing deals with streaming services like ESPN, CBS, Fox, all of these different companies who have engaged in deals uh, with them to have the streaming rights to NFL games. Uh, you know, since then, it's only grown and Streaming is growing online. So in that other half that uh, I didn't talk about, there is ticket sales, there is uh, jerseys, there's all different kinds of things. Uh, currently, the largest contract in the NFL belongs to Matt Ryan. He is signed to a five-year, $150 million contract. In the NFL, the minimum contract that you can be signed to as of 2020 is $510,000, which means uh, the lowest you can get paid as an NFL athlete is $510,000. Excuse me. Speaking of NFL athletes, every uh, NFL team is comprised of 53 active roster uh, players. There are 32 teams in the NFL, so this means there are 1,696 active roster players. This does not include practice squad players. This does also not include players on the reserves or free agents. All of these are different kinds of athletes who are looking to play or uh, technically aren't uh, allowed to play in an NFL game, but are could still be making money. So the NFL uh, players' average careers only last around two to three years, and of NFL players, over around seventy eight percent of them actually go broke after their NFL career. Meaning that of every player who enters the NFL, uh, seventy eight percent of them are actually going to end up impoverished or worse off than they were when they entered the league, which is really hard to imagine considering that many of these athletes. Uh, are making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year and then go to broke or zero. So 
Uh, many athletes actually struggle going from making this incredible salary to, you know, regular amounts of money like thirty to fifty thousand dollars. And when they don't adjust their lifestyle, they lose all of their money. Uh, or in the case of many NFL players, they entrust their money to uh, unreliable sources and end up losing a lot of their savings. So now that I've talked about the present, I'm going to talk about the future. But you know, the future isn't guaranteed. So I'm going to be talking about uh, a lot of my opinion, and this is based on research and. Uh, what I see in the media and, and things that I hear. So uh, my personal projections for the NFL is that with the growing number of CTE, uh, CTE cases, football overall uh, will eventually plateau and the revenue will decrease over time. Recently, a study came out with 110 cases of CTE. Uh, in response to this and the ongoing epidemic of CTE in the NFL, uh, NFL players have actually launched a class action lawsuit. Many uh, perennial players like Jamal Lewis uh, and very big names like Brett Favre are actually part of this class action lawsuit suing the NFL for negligence. As many of these players uh, were not told by whether it be their team trainers or professional uh, medical personnel on the, on the team or hired by the NFL that they were at risk of developing these kinds of things and many times players would sustain concussions or injuries and be told to get back into the game uh, because if they don't like I mentioned earlier they're at risk of you know either leaving the NFL or you know no longer having that money source and as you can see many of these NFL players end up going broke so a lot of them did very unreasonable things uh, now that they're retired they see it that it's unreasonable uh, to try and continue playing uh, as a result of the increased uh, negative attention around football due to CTE. Parents are pulling their children out of peewee leagues. There has recently been a reduction in participants in peewee leagues uh, that has negatively affected the leagues. They don't have enough players. Uh, this reduction of athletes in the pool of talent will eventually trickle up to the NFL and affect the talent in the NFL. There will be less uh, talented athletes there and the quality of football will therefore decrease. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, I believe this will affect the NFL in the way that it, the profits will eventually plateau. And then after they plateau, I believe it will decrease as other sports like the NBA and other uh, less aggressive and less uh, impactful on the body sports will take over and become the more popular ones, despite the NFL owning a day of the week and Sunday. So this is my feelings about the NFL, and that's what I see as the future of the NFL. This has been my uh, scholarly speech. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much.